Welcome to Bespin Ice Cream Stand, the podcast that explores the past, present, and future of Star Wars. My name is Josh O'Rourke, and with me, as always, who hasn't heard of Bennett Campbell Ferguson? Bin the Wise! Bin the All-Powerful! Bin the Magnificent! Please, please, don't make a fuss. I'm just plain Bennett Campbell Ferguson. So, uh, we're doing a special April Fool's episode. Um, we're not going to announce anything stupid or foolish. Well, other than the normal stupid and foolish things we say, I think. But uh, I thought it'd be cool to uh, go over some of the better Star Wars April 1st um, pranks uh, throughout time. Um, and I'm going to start off with my very favorite one, which is from CERN, the European Organization for Nuclear Research. In 2015, CERN um, released an article that said, Physicists at the European Laboratory for Particle Physics announced today that an invisible force permeates the universe, binding the galaxy together. <laughs> <laughs> they, they basically announced the existence of the force. They even quoted some well-known theorists. Uh, this is my favorite part. The force is what gives a particular physicist his powers, said CERN theorist Ben Kenobi of the University of Moss Eisley, Tatooine. It's an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds us, penetrates us. It binds the galaxy together. That, that was by far my favorite April Fool's joke. I love that um, an organization as big as CERN can have a little bit of humor Yeah, once in a while. Yeah, I like... Well, I like um... <laughs> The idea of like a Ben Kenobi being a a researcher from Moss Eisley or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. I gotta say. <laughs> I uh, also they have um, a dark matter researcher later in the article named Dave Vader who is unimpressed. Quote: Breathing heavily in disgust throughout the press conference. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the kind of guy who would find uh, f- find people's lack of faith disturbing. I, I can't out Star Wars Darth Vader quote you. You win this round. <laughs> <laughs> so one of my favorite Star Wars uh, April Fool's jokes was a, a couple of years ago, actually a while ago, I think, Collider did a bunch of fake articles uh, around April Fool's, but they did these articles like kind of to uh, reference you know, events throughout movie history, but they would kind of distort them in funny ways. So, so one was a, a, a fake trailer description of the Phantom Menace trailer from a, a guy who had watched it, you know, while he was high, clearly. And so I, I warn you, I'm probably going to like break out laughing as I describe this. But he says that the, that the trailer begins with Harrison Ford saying, a long time ago, in a galaxy even farther away, a phantom menace has awoken. <laughs> and then there's... <laughs> oh, God, God, I'm about to get to the funniest part, but... <laughs> get your shit together, Bennett. According to this guy, there's a scene where um, Anakin and Padme are using Ewoks for target practice. <laughs> and, the voice, and the voiceover of Harrison Ford says... <laughs> I'm sorry, of a... Uh, Too many Ewoks is bad for the environment. There has to be a balance. Oh my god. 
I'm sorry. It's just it's... no. It was wonderful. I like your Harrison Ford. I want to remind listeners we're not drinking alcohol while recording this. No. <laughs> but now I feel like I should have. <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but I I I took I I lit up a few death sticks. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the good stuff. Um, I, I like the opening. What's he say? A phantom menace awoken. Yeah. Oh, it was is something like. Even longer ago, in a galaxy even farther away, a phantom menace has awoken. <laughs> and and then the idea that it was the, the opening of the trailer was is like the Obi-Wan crash lands in the Millennium Falcon and uh, you know gives the keys to the ship to Han Solo's father and is like, if you can salvage it, it's yours. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of one uh, a comic a couple of years ago. <laughs> it was uh, Brain Fart Comics. And it's Han Solo. And he, he walks into the door and he says, Chewie, I'm home. And Chewbacca looks super excited. And then Finn pulls off a Han Solo mask and says, April Fools. And the Chewbacca is crying. <laughs> oh, that's, 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 that's horrible, but, but funny nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> Just good, clean death fun. Um, I, a couple of others I really like. Think Geek, when it was a thing, um, released a uh, Admiral Akbar like Billy Bass uh, makeover. Who says it's a trap? Okay, and it plays the Cantina theme, <laughs> and it, it's kind of one of the things. It's one of those things that's so stupid. I have to have it. So I I was kind of disappointed when I found out it wasn't real. Um, I know. I feel like that should be real, and I kind of don't understand why it isn't i mean that just sounds well honestly i mean there are uh there are a lot of star wars toys that are much more ridiculous uh than that i mean for god's sakes there's an there's a chair that's shaped like wicket you know <laughs> yeah what's crazy is some of the fake think geek stuff is probably less weird than some of the real stuff out there uh one of the other things i really liked they released was the tauntaun sleeping bag which um <laughs> oh they my actually, god actually <laughs> it was an april fools joke that they actually made into a real thing uh, I, I love that i think uh, you you can just see the ad campaign too like oh, i thought they smelled bad on the outside <laughs> <laughs> i'm looking now i think you can still buy these things oh that's great i love that yeah if you guys head over to gamestop which owns think geek or absorbed it or whatever um, you can get the Tauntaun sleeping bag for $150. Good Lord. <laughs> so uh, I got one more April Fool's joke I want to bring up, which uh, I, I, not, I, I, this, this may sound a little bit narcissistic, but it's actually one I played. <laughs> oh. Last year on, uh, on April 1st, I put on my blog uh, an interview with Colin Trevorrow that was actually written by me claiming that he actually made his version of episode nine. And the story I have was that uh, um, the entire cast would, would shoot rise of Skywalker during the day. And then they would take a bunch <laughs> of cocaine so they could stay up all night shooting uh do all the fates. And that uh, Daisy Ridley had, had asked Colin Javaro to do this because she thought he was just such an ingenious visionary. And so that's how, <laughs> there came to be two versions of episode nine. Wow. 
I like that. I like that. It speaks to the uh, sort of artistic genius idea that everybody sort of puts on a lot of these directors. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Is that still up? It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a, well, actually, I sh shouldn't spoil the thing about I'm going to do, uh, <laughs> I'm doing this April, but Leave okay, it at that. interesting. Well, uh, I haven't read it yet, but um, yeah, head over to thomoviereviews.wordpress.com, right? Yes. I've said that enough times, I feel like I should remember it. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I wanted to do, uh, and this is the part where you can go ahead and just turn the podcast off, is um, I wanted to tell some of the best Star Wars jokes I found recently. Mm. Uh, when I say best, that's in quotes, too. So. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> these are all awful, and, um, fuck it. Why can't Darth Vader strike up a new love life? I don't know. He's looking in all the wrong places. <laughs> I think I've actually heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one that's just as good. Obi-Wan and Luke are eating in a Chinese restaurant when Obi-Wan notices that Luke is having trouble with his chopsticks. He tries to demonstrate, but Luke just can't figure it out. Obi-Wan gives up and says, Use the forks, Luke. <laughs> What's wrong? This will be the last joke, I promise. What's wrong with a Wookiee steak? What? It's a little chewy. Oh, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't know about me, but I have a feeling there are some porgs out there that would uh, like that joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think that's all I got for today's episode. Uh, anything you want to add, Ben? Yeah, um, I don't have any jokes, but I, I gotta say, if you're in the mood for some silly Star Wars stuff, uh, try and find the graphic novel. Tag and Bink are dead, which uh, it, it's kind of a Rosencrantz and Guildenstern uh, style comic book that, you know, that weaves these two hapless characters named Tag and Bink through uh, all of the films. And the, the parts about the original movies are funny, but they also uh, put Tag and Bink into the prequels in a really entertaining way. Uh, according to the comic book, Tag and Bink, Tag and Bink, excuse me, were on Naboo giving uh, uh, Anakin advice about his love life. And that's how uh, <laughs> he came up with, you know, gems like, I'm haunted by the kiss you never should have given me. <laughs> so it's it, it's a delight. Always good for Star Wars laughs, Tag and Bing. I'll check that out for sure. That's it for us. I'm Joshua Rourke. That was Bennett Campbell Ferguson. And... May the Schwartz be with you.